Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Zach Wheeler, Zach Wheeler, Zach Wheeler, five more topper. The vibes are back in Philadelphia. Welcome into the PHLY Phillies postgame show, postseason NLCS game five podcast. Jamie Lynch, Renee Washington, and Renee, the chat is already a, a hornet's nest looking for the Diamondbacks fans that promised after last night they would be in here. Uh, I don't know if they're in here yet. Uh, and I'm not expecting to see them as the Phillies take care of business and win a pivotal, pivotal. <laughs> I haven't even had anything to drink tonight. Just iced tea and coffee. A pivotal game five. And as we read yesterday on last night's post game show, uh, the team that wins this game in since 2017 in this format goes on to win the series 64 almost 65 percent of the time wow j flow showed up hey j flow i'm i'm glad that the phillies were able to hit some home runs tonight it doesn't change the fact that stadium still sucks renee <laughs> how you feeling oh i'm feeling great john like you're saying we can finally unclench our cheeks and not the ones in our faces because the phillies are one win away from the world series it's it's listen it's great to have these moments where we can be happy, we can be upbeat, we can have a great post-game show, we can talk trash, and most importantly, the Phillies ha had a game where they executed, played Phillies baseball, and whew, with the aces back on the mound and Zach Wheeler, yeah, no need, no need to worry. I'm feeling great. It's crazy that we are five wins away, honestly. Not to toot my own horn, tooting away. Uh, not only did I predict the Phillies to win in six. You say tooting in my house. That's a, a totally different meaning. <laughs> I predicted the Phillies to win the series in six. I said they were going to win the first two at Citizens Bank Park, drop two of the three in Arizona, and then close out game six. And we are one win away from that becoming true. So I'm thrilled because we don't want a game seven. Handle business in game six. I'd hate that it, I hate that it even went to game six. Would love for it to have been closed out tonight. But either way, Jamie, one more win and we're headed back to the World Series. Yeah, Chris Nevin just said something in the chat. I caught it also. Harper definitely stared down the Diamondbacks dugout uh, after his home run. So, uh, what did you? 
Uh, if I was Bryce Harper, I would do a lot of things uh, yeah. that I don't do. So, yeah, stare at whoever the hell you want. Um, well, the Diamondbacks have been talking a little bit more. Listen, it's it's the playoffs. Everybody's chirping. Everybody's got some, you know, you're paying attention to what's being said, post-game especially, uh, you know, don't not wanting to put any chalkboard material out there. And we know when we talked about on the show about Garrett Stubbs, I know I saw you tweeted out also, you know, Stubbs gave them a little bit of chalkboard material talking about celebrating in the Diamondbacks pool at Chase Field. Well, also the Diamondbacks have been chirping a little bit more, and not in a bad way, negatively at the Phillies specifically, but more just about people have taken us lightly. We're not just happy to be here. We know we belong here and really feeling themselves. And I've been just hearing them a little bit more as of late after winning the last, the previous two, I should say, of just having more of those types of statements coming out. So yeah, if I'm, if I'm Bryce Harper, I'm staring down the dugout as well, because just had to remind them, yeah, it's great that you're happy to be here, but uh, your time, your days are numbered here. This is it for you. This is the end of the road. Cue boys to men. Yeah, yeah, it certainly does look like <laughs> the end of the road. Kyle Schwarber and Bryce Harper did their parts in sending balls to the absolute Ooh. moon. Uh, but thank God we don't have to watch another game in that stadium. And, I'm, and, and now I'm just staying consistent because I, want, I did it after losses. It comes off as sour grapes. Now I'm doing it after a victory. That stadium sucks. Yeah. Like the depth perception in uh, center field is just brutal. Balls seem to just like die out there. Uh, it just it's just a, a drag stadium. So and it's going to be everybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both ways. I mean, Brian Anderson got fooled like six <laughs> times tonight. Um, you know, oh, and it, and it did. It's going, happen, it's going. Yeah, it's it going. did happen to be off Diamondback <laughs> bats most of the time when he got fooled and he would get a little more excited than he did on Phillies calls. Just saying. Uh, but he had no depth perception there uh, reading balls off the None. bat in the outfield. Uh, Kyle Schwarber and Bryce Harper just. You know, they, they just hit him so hard that there was really no doubt about it. You know, they wanted to hit him 440 and 460 feet just to make sure, you know, that that stupid humidor ballpark uh, didn't hold those balls in. So those <laughs> those two hit absolute piss missiles, and it's great to see. Now Schwarber and Harper are tied both in Philly's postseason history with Jason Wirth, and they did it in 12 less games than Ooh. Jason Wirth. Uh, with 11 postseason home runs. Absolutely incredible what those two have given you the last two years. And right on time. Uh, obviously, it's no s secret, we, as we talked about in the last two shows, how the bats and, and just hitting in general, the at-bats were not great for the Phillies. And today was a day you score home runs. Uh, also, JT with a home run. So that's three home runs again. I saw the stat that that's the fifth game this postseason where the Phillies have had a game of three homers, which is a, a franchise, uh, uh, excuse me, a league postseason record as well that they're they're up there with. So to have Kyle and, and Bryce, who are two of the guys that you really heavily lean on offensively, be able to show up. Greg, you're saying they showed up. Absolutely. You know, it's it's been frustrating watching the at-bats the last two games. It's been frustrating watching the Phillies struggle to hit, watching them struggle to score. And today, getting back to that, and you leave Arizona not only with a win, but a, a win you could feel good about, a, a, a solid 6-1 victory where you were in control the majority of the game. It wasn't a down to the wire, hold your breath, coming down to one win, a one run game, excuse me, like the last two. It's a game that you could walk out of there and add 
as you're getting, you know, Zach Wheeler, fantastic job. We'll, of course, get into Wheeler's numbers. But as Wheeler steps off the mound, you're not as panicked. You're not as nervous. So great that Harper and Schwarber were able to hit bombs. And uh, 400, I mean, 444 feet for Harper it was. And Kyle was, what, 460? Yeah, I mean, ridiculous, ridiculous. And honestly, to hit a home run at Chase Field, it's got to be that. Because anything else, you know, the, the usual numbers aren't making it out. So those two... Fantastic job, historic numbers, and uh, made it a lot easier for us, as I'm sure as we were all watching the game, to be able to kick our feet back a little bit more, relax a little bit more, and not be sitting there like, nervously biting every fingernail or pulling every hair out of our head that we have. Yeah, <laughs> my uh, my sphincter got a nice relaxing evening. Uh, it wasn't ball tight all game, so that was uh, enjoyable. Uh, you mentioned Zach Wheeler. Just weird. Um, That's not enjoyable. A tight sphincter? No, it's not. I, I much prefer <laughs> to be relaxed. Uh, shout out to everybody here in the chat. Vince and Ty and Greg and Chris. Uh, Greg says it's over on Monday. I tend to agree. We'll certainly look ahead to Aaron Nola. Oh, yeah. uh, and what a big game that is on Monday. Uh, but Zach Wheeler, I, all I can think of is the Wayne's World meme. We're not <laughs> worthy. We're not worthy. Another... <laughs> phenomenal performance so not only we all know what he did on the field but when you think about you know 24 hours leading up to a game knowing what a monumental spot is for that team and he said it before the game I think it was Alex Coffey that uh, got the quote maybe it was a media scrum I don't know but I saw her uh, tweet about it and Zach Wheeler said yeah I really I really hang my hat on being the stopper for this team uh, and, and coming in in big situations when they need me the most uh, and he went out and struck out eight tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, was phenomenal once again. And now so far in four starts this postseason, has 26 strikeouts to one walk. Uh, I, I, this is better than anything Cole Hamels, I think, ever did. And I'm not saying that lightly, <laughs> you know, because Cole Hamels went out and got you a World Series MVP. Zach Wheeler is perhaps, I mean, Roy Halladay was absurd in the playoffs, uh, but it's Zach Wheeler's right there uh, yeah. in terms of Phillies postseason pitchers I've seen in my lifetime. Kurt Schilling in 93, you know, I was, I was there for, I was a kid, so I maybe didn't understand it as much. But it's like when you talk about Phillies postseason big-time pitchers, to me it's Kurt Schilling, Zach Wheeler, Cole Hamels and Roy Halladay mm -hmm. are, are your Mount Rushmore. Um, <laughs> but those are the big four, and Zach Wheeler has, has been nearly as good as any of them, if not maybe even better. Yeah, I mean, you talk about that stat of um, strikeouts. Well, also, Zach Wheeler is tied with Nathan Avaldi as the only pitchers to deliver at least six innings in three playoff starts, and also top 15 ever in history among pitchers wow. with at least nine postseason starts to have an ERA. His, his ERA coming into today was already putting him in the top 15, so after today I'm sure he's, he might even be a little bit higher but he is, has the fifth in the top 15 lowest ERAs in history among pitchers in at least nine postseason starts. I mean, the numbers that Zach has, we know we've talked about his whip, the best in the postseason, you know, across the league. And this is why Zach Wheeler is, is not only the best pitcher in the league right now, but a guy that when we were t yesterday frustrated, you, you have so much of a relief knowing Zach Wheeler's taking the mound because of the way that he just can continuously hold opponents 
no runs, no hits. That's such such an advantage, obviously, that now you can rely on him to really control the tempo. You're not getting the Diamondbacks going. They're not giving getting any momentum. We don't see them celebrating getting on base. None of that because Zach Wheeler just continues to stifle opponents. And uh, today was another another day of that. So Yeah, it's unbelievable. Ooh. I saw somebody in the chat say, you know, lefty. I was just saying of my lifetime. I didn't I didn't see lefty pitch. Uh, I only I had a cocktail with Lefty once at the uh, at the Ritz, but I never saw him pitch, so that's the reason I didn't mention him. Yes, uh, obviously Lefty belongs on any Phillies postseason. Uh, so I just meant basically since 93 on. I mean, Zach Wheeler is right there with all of them. I think he's been better than Hamels, which is uh, – I'm not saying that lightly. Roy Halladay was, uh, whew, man, yeah. just like unbelievable when, when it came to the playoffs. The man threw a no-hitter. Um, Still insane. Yeah, and then Kurt Schilling is just – like one of the biggest game pitchers albeit his personality sucks um one of the best big game pitchers you ever just you you wanted on the mound so Zach Wheeler uh absolutely hat hat tip to you sir that was a phenomenal performance when your team needed you the most and mm -hmm. you said you live for those moments uh you got that opportunity and now you know he hands the ball off to Aaron Nola with a chance to send the team to the World Series at home at Citizens Bank Park on Monday. Uh, you kind of couldn't script it any better. Um, so Nola's going to have his big chance to walk off that field, hopefully in the seventh inning or so, with a comfortable lead, uh, knowing he helped get his team to the World Series. And that's, that's pretty, uh, pretty poetic. Oh, it is. It is. And I would have loved to see the Phillies close this out in four or five, but also selfishly, um, just from a Philly perspective and for the fans as a whole to have a chance to watch the Phillies close out the NLCS on Monday at home. Obviously, a lot of fans travel to Chase Field, but to be able to do it at home and then also the way that this series has gone, the, the ups of the first two, the downs of the next two games, it's just heading into the World Series is a, such a boost to be able to have that chance to see, you know, your fans with the rally towels and on their feet and giving you standing ovations. And this team has frustrated us at times, without a doubt. But this is a, this is a special group. And I know in the chat you guys are talking about, you know, your, your various thoughts. Again, keep the comments coming. Make sure you're hitting that like button. Make sure you're subscribing. Whether you're trash talking or not, still hit the like button and make sure you're subscribing and also sharing the show, posting it out there so we can get some other, uh, you know, awesome people in here and maybe less of the uh, non-Phillies fans. But either way, it's 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 a fun group. It's a fun group, and I do like the fact that they've responded. They've responded well all all season. That's one of the biggest things that we've consistently seen from the Phillies, where. Whenever there's a drop-off, they stay cool. They stay level-headed. They're not overthinking it. I know Rob was like, I'm good. I don't know why everybody keeps asking me how I am. I'm fine. Everything's fine. This is fine. It's the burning It's the burning house gif. Uh, but in all seriousness, for the Phillies, they never overthink a loss, a bad performance, struggles in the bullpen, struggles with hits and scoring, because they understand the bigger picture. They've been here before, obviously, and they understand in a series, you're going to have those dips, you're going to have those drop-offs, and so it's great to answer back in such a big way. We saw it in the NLDS with the lone loss to the Braves. We saw it again with these back-to-back -back losses, a 6-1 victory that was just very, very much 
convincing you know it was never like I said before there was never a moment of you feeling like the Phillies were going to lose the game or getting nervous JT was the one that solidified things of course with his two-run homer but overall the Phillies answered the call delivered came back and showed us why they are absolutely playing as, as the best team in baseball as a team that's that's one win away from the World Series most importantly yeah I want to get some of the comments in the chat here because uh, they're active yeah and you guys are awesome uh, <laughs> Matt Brett I'm with you Harper with the death scare after the home run got you slightly aroused uh, you're, you're, not, you're not alone buddy we're all slightly aroused no we're not well I'm speaking for me is that awkward no, and baseball arouse, Renee. Pull your head out of the gutter. Uh, Bedlam at the Bank, part due, uh, says Jack Porkins. Duh, duh. Uh, my girl, AJ. <laughs> part duh. Oh, part due. Yeah, hot shots, yeah. part due. Part duh. Yeah. Uh, AJ, <laughs> shout out to AJ. I am impressed in Stott at Stotts and Rojas's fielding tonight. I think Dave P or MBDBDBS. MBDBDBS. Yeah. <laughs> said, can we talk about Stotts' defense? Yeah, he actually Ooh. he actually missed one tonight. Yeah. That it was a tough play, but we're so spoiled by his great defense that it was like, dude, how did you miss that? Mm -hmm. uh, but he had a, at least two spectacular plays. Uh, and the other part of his defense is on the uh, you know, other side of his throwing the ball is Bryce Harper playing first. It's unbelievable that that guy's only played like 50 games in his career at first base, and he looks as natural as he, as he does. Uh, but Rojas and Stott were tremendous defensively tonight. Uh, and, you know, Tyler and I were talking about it during one point in the game. The Arizona Diamondbacks, I think they were the sixth best defensive team in baseball this year. Uh, so, like, you need you need good defense when you're playing good defense. If they're going to steal some hits from you, you have to turn around and steal some hits from them. And Bryson mm -hmm. Stott and Johan Rojas tonight probably did that. So, uh, hat tip to Bryson Stott. He also got the bat going. And... I, I was thinking of the the scene from Hook when Robin Williams <laughs> finally becomes Peter, oh, and the and the movie. little kid like grabs him by the face and is like, "There you are, Peter." <laughs> That's what I felt like with Bryson Stott. Like he he had a really good at bat and he got the hit, and then he came up next inning and he got another hit, you know, opposite way. And I just went, "There you are, Bryson." Finally. Yeah, and it was so good to feel like you got Bryson Stott back in this series. It was and. Let's, I know I'm, I definitely am one that has been very frustrated with Bryson Stott. and was like, something's got to change because, you know, maybe it's not a matter of moving where he's at the batting. I don't ever, I don't think that was the case, but it was a matter of something's got to change and that you have zeros all across the box score. For yeah, the last JT two should games. be batting the four hole. That's the change. Yeah, that is the change. But for Bryson specifically, you cannot continue to make excuses when you have zero hits. You're not giving anything in your at-bats, three at-bats, four at-bats. Nothing's coming from it. And it's just an automatic out. So today was a good day for Bryson Stott uh, on both sides of the ball. And honestly, when you're doing well, making plays by no surprise, it spills over and you start making even more plays. You know, the, the, the catches, the seventh inning play he had uh, the first, then of course he's hitting the ball. Then I mean, all these things, it's contagious and it, the momentum just snowballs and now you're feeling good about yourself and you're finding yourself getting hits or making plays that uh, you, you may be even surprised. So I'm glad that Bryson Stott uh, today was back, had a pair of hits, one of those, of course, the RBI in his four at-bats and on the defensive side played well too so Bryson Stott welcome back buddy we missed you it's been a while yeah. yeah 
it's been a while since we've seen you. Nick can still get a, a little bit better. Nick Cassiano still zero hits today in his three at-bats. Still wanting more from Nicky, but progress because Bryson Stott was at least back. Yeah, let's hope uh, coming back home to Citizens Bank Park awakens Nick. Uh, yeah, look, I don't want to talk about the negatives because tonight's not about the negatives, but uh, Alec Bohm is not your four-hole hitter right now. Um, I know Topper is, you know, is some call it stubborn, whatever you want to call it, consistent. I, I would have JT in the four-hole game five. Um, I said it after game three. It didn't happen, obviously, uh, in game four. Now it's going on to game six, and I'm like, can we get Bryce Harper a little bit more protection here? Um, so I, I would do that, but I'm not the manager of the Phillies. I'm not uh, Mr. Consistent Rob Thompson. Uh, but I think Alec Bohm is uh, just kind of a glaring hole in the lineup where there doesn't really need to be one. Just move him down. Uh, you know, have JT four. If you want to keep Stott five to go righty, lefty, righty, and then put Bohm back in the six and keep Castiano seventh or move Castianos up to six, put Bohm seventh. Uh, you know, we've talked about it. There's been so many different lineups this year. It was almost like an interchangeable lineup at times throughout the season. So I just, uh, you know, I don't want to harp on the negative, but well, I, I would make a change. It, it makes it hard for me to be happy about the positives because whoever the Phillies are facing in, in the World Series is going to be a much tougher opponent than the Diamondbacks. So I love the fact that it was a nice 6-1 victory today but when you really pay attention there's some small things that we're continu continuously seeing Bohm is one of them that's a frustrating point and let's be honest if this is Doc Rivers last year in the playoffs and the series against the Celtics if this is Nick Sirianni in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs last year when they didn't make adjustments we we called them out on it a lot of people were calling them out on it because it is up to the coaches to find ways to help your your players be successful and of course to help your team win games you're coaching for the postseason it's not our job to make the decisions we can talk about all the things that we think they should do but rob thompson at, at some point you've got to make an adjustment with alec bohm this is something we've seen continuously and i definitely I'm excited that despite Bohm's struggles, the Phillies are able to win. Despite Bohm's struggles, we have so many other positives. But that's one of those things, much like Craig Kimbrell, uh, you don't want to have come back and bite you in the butt. You don't want that to be an issue that come World Series, you're on the wrong side of result because you won't make an adjustment in the batting order. So you can, at some point, things catch up to you. And we always talk about what coaches need to do better or adjustments they can make and that's what Rob's job is to do you've got to manage the team whether it's pumping them up or making adjustments or changing the rotation whatever it is something's got to make you've got to make sure you're always evaluating and I guess for Rob he feels like Bohm is right in the fourth spot but I don't I don't like it I still uh, don't like it I think it was big Mike D said his uh, Canadian kindness yeah, is too it's much, too much. <laughs> it's too much. everybody is, has been saying Bohm needs to be moved down listen it's just it's just a matter matter of oh, understanding it's just a matter of understanding player strengths and when Nick Castellanos great example when Rob had the conversation with him early September after the Braves series about being adjusted in the batting order Nick took it well Nick's been been playing great ever since sometimes guys just need a, a different look and maybe coming after Harper's not the look that works for Boehm especially in the playoffs so it's not even a sometimes it might just be a situation of he probably will work better later on in the batting order. It might feel like less pressure. It might feel like a good chance to reset, get out of his head. And no, I'm not scared at all about anything or anyone because I never scared. What? <laughs> 
Do you and know that song? Also, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, uh, bone, should, it, should I? It's, I am never scared. It was Bone Crusher? You won't know it. <laughs> I stink with dun, song titles. Dun, dun, dun. But anyways, no, not scared at all. It's just without a doubt, you need to make adjustments. Adjustments look like a lot of different things as a coach. I've been a coach. There's a lot of different types of adjustments you can make. But a simple adjustment, two spots down, Greg. Agreed. Yeah, not, it's, not, it's not, not, a not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. No, it's not. And Julia in the chat wanted to know where Liam Castellanos was. Uh, uh, he did make the trip. I saw him on the team charter out there. Uh, the only conclusion I can draw is that the Diamondbacks didn't want to give him good <laughs> seats and they're scumbags and they hate children. Uh, so I think the Diamondbacks, uh, you know, probably put them far away from from dad in the dugout. Maybe they put him in the nosebleeds. You know, I don't know where they put him, uh, but it's clear they wanted to suppress his relationship <laughs> with his father um, and they don't respect children. And that's and th that's frankly sad. Yeah, it is sad. What it's, a scumbag it organization. It was Bone Crusher. Thank you, guys. It's been a while since I've heard that song. Check, <laughs> check that song out. Maybe that's a nice pancake big, <laughs> yeah. pancake flipping song for you and the girls. Not at all. Don't listen to that while you... But yeah, it's, it's, it's a matter of... So you agree the Diamondbacks hate kids? Is that what we concluded? Yeah. You agree? Okay, cool. I mean, where's Liam? We haven't seen yeah, Liam. Right? He's clearly They're there. They're suppressing him. But they know, they know what that's going to do for Philly fans and everything to show Liam... Doing his adorable reaction. I can't believe they hate kids like and that. And they just they just hate kids. It absolutely is a fact. They like pools, but they don't like kids. Like what? Yeah, they were like, oh, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, come right up front. Yeah. But Liam Castellanos, go watch from the parking lot, kid. No idea. Just yeah, scumbags. we have no idea where Liam is. He's somewhere there at Chase Field, and we don't know where he is. We'll find him. Oh wait, don't have to worry about that now because we're right back to Citizens Bank well, Park. he'll be front and center at Citizens Bank oh, Park yeah. because the Phillies <laughs> respect children and they like to foster great relationships between fathers and sons and daughters. So you'll see Liam on Monday night. As, as dad goes yard. And I'm also thoroughly impressed by the number of you that know Bone Crusher because uh, that's pretty impressive that you guys know that that classic song. Dun, 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 dun. It's like you break out crumping. <laughs> I never scared. Somebody what? said that it's from the 2004 Madden soundtrack. Yeah, that's a classic. Hello, wow. Barbara. Hello, everybody. Glad that you guys are, uh, bring, you know, up to the times, understanding the references, and and still joining us here on a Saturday night. Saturday, this is the best spot to be on a Saturday. What? Psh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scott G in the chat says Liam was probably somewhere in the dark. Um, yeah, well, you know, the Diamondbacks hate kids. And if you want to be in the dark, you can get yourself a pair of Shady Rays. Ooh, now, I here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out as a little bit of a uh, reminder to myself. I always struggle come Christmas time. I'm always like, I try to keep the revolving list of, like, things that I might think are good for other people. But usually I, like, either lose it, delete it, or forget so uh, Shady Rays, our friends over there, have a great deal going on right now. So I'm just throwing this out as an early reminder to people. If you don't know what to get some people for Christmas, now would be a great time to take care of it with a 50% off promo. Buy two pairs or more from our friends at Shady Rays using code PHLY, and right now you'll get 50% off. Just buy them. Put them away for Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever you're, you're celebrating. Just Kwanzaa. put them away. Kwanzaa. Yeah, put it away now. Just forget about it. And then once the holiday comes around, you'll be like, boom, 
Uh, Uncle Joey uh, is already taken care of. Sweet. Um, so you don't have to worry about it. So gear up for the season ahead with quality shades built to last. Uh, our friends at Shady Rays have got you covered with the best polarized shades and quick swap snow goggles that won't break the bank. My cousins have been telling me about Shady Rays forever. I'm so excited to get my pair. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers unrivaled product just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. Durable frames and world-class optics for all outdoor activities. And don't let changing light conditions slow you down on the slopes when all you need are some Shady Rays snow goggles. Uh, that's not all. This is the best part of Shady Rays, in my opinion. They offer the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses backed by lost or broken replacements. They're gonna trust you. If you tell them you lost a pair, they'll get you a new pair. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they're gonna send you a brand new pair, no questions asked, because they care about you, the customer. So wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back after every purchase. If you don't like your Shady Rays, exchange them for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back with personal and fast support. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out that amazing deal I told you about. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHLY for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Wow. Well, you know, there's somebody else that uh, can get five stars, Olympic gold medals and all that. Michael Phelps. Now, Michael Phelps, I know somebody brought him up in the chat. Enemy of the state now? Yeah. Oh, Eric was asking about the, the Michael to, Phelps connection. Michael Phelps, what the hell does he have did to do you? With Arizona? Well, there's the connection. He was born in Maryland, but he lives, he currently lives in Arizona. I was wondering the same thing. I just did a quick search. If you Google it, it comes right up. Uh, he lives in a nice, $2.53 million mansion in Paradise Valley, Arizona with his wife and three sons. And that's where he's retired. So yeah. because he retired in Arizona, they brought him out. He actually had some cool, like, you know, his he usual. He did his warm-up thing he where he, like, usual, slaps exactly, his back exactly. He with did his, his alien usual, arms. like, warm-up. His arms were, I mean, he still got it. And he just, boop, made it look easy. But uh, it's weird because he's from He's Baltimore, from Baltimore yeah. so he like technically is closer yeah, to Philly in his connection. And that's and what the Transplant City does. They don't really have like anybody to call their own. It's just like no. all these people that like go live there no, and retire it's like, there. Oh, Michael Phelps lives here now. Let's have him throw out the first pitch. Meanwhile, he grew up closer to Citizen Bank Park than he did to. He's probably Chase a Phillies fan. Probably is. Probably is. But yeah, he did his warm up, and that was a. That was interesting. Wonder if he's got a pool at his house, Big Mikey D. <laughs> I doubt he swims at the pool at Chase Field, though. I mean, I don't think he's sitting yeah, there. Yeah, still, uh, still kind of wish Garrett Stubbs uh, hadn't said that, but. Uh, it's all right. Hopefully they'll dodge that bullet. But uh, Lavello, their manager last night after the game, you know, basically said, yeah, those comments kind of pissed us off and fired us up a little bit. And, you know, um, bulletin board material, I believe, is a thing. When you're talking about, like, the best of the best, like these guys are the top one percent of all baseball players in the world, most likely. And oh, when yeah. you're when you're talking about you know that fine a uh, percentage of greatness, like any motivation, um, you know, you saw Bryce Harper respond to it. Apparently, he's pissed off at the Diamondbacks staring him down tonight. But like anytime you give the other person motivation when you're dealing with the best of the best, like yeah, that can push. 
uh, you know, things over a little bit. So, Garrett Stubbs, if we get to the World Series and we're facing the Astros or the Rangers, it'll be one of them, um, please just, just, just sit the media sessions out for a little bit. Uh, yeah. We all love you. You're the vibes officer of the team. Great time. But, uh, yeah, just, just you know, no need to make any more comments. Yeah, no need to make more comments and add fuel to the fire. Uh, he well, probably was drunk, AJ. <laughs> he probably was, honestly. Uh, shout out. I see Courtney Harden, a friend of mine, in the chat as well. What I see up, some other Courtney? new names. Dak, Salmon. Is it salmon or salmon? Dun dun dun. Um, Bramable there as well. Some new names and even uh, we're converting some people. I, I see Jay Flo's asking about what the bullpen's gonna look like and who's next. I mean, it looks like we're slowly converting Zach some more Wheeler. people yeah. over to being Phillies fans or at least PHLY Phillies podcast fans at the very least. But yeah, it's it is <laughs> interesting. I know everyone's still talking about how they don't like kids out there. It's Honestly, well, a very... It's the only conclusion I can draw. Well, one thing I noticed the times that I've been out in Phoenix and that whole area is it's a very big sugar daddy area, to oh. be honest. And, uh, yeah, like, it's it's a little odd. So maybe they don't like kids because they're... It's a lot freaks. of creepy, old, perverted, older men that are dating... Like, I saw... I Honestly, when I was there, a quick side story is I saw Keep going a lot this of people that were out with a significant other and I thought it was their child. And I was like, they don't look related though because it'd be like completely different genetics. <laughs> and then I'd sit down and I was, you know, I'm a big people watcher because who isn't? And I was watching their manners and I'm like, oh, they're together. And it was mm. these like gray haired, not even silver foxes, not even good looking older men, just very old grandpa looking men with these Deep pockets and deep colostomy bags. Young college looking kids. And I'm like, what is happening here? So maybe they don't like kids because they're secretly perverts and they really just like mm. barely legal women. I, I see no holes in your theory. So what I got. we're just going to go got. with that. I know. That's what I got. Uh, somebody <laughs> in the chat earlier was asking about uh, Rangers or Astros and home field advantage. <laughs> uh, so real quick, let's just break this down yes. because it does affect Monday's start time. So <laughs> I probably need to move there to get my bills paid. Hey, Scottsdale's a very, uh, very wealthy area. There's some nice houses out yeah. in that Scottsdale, Phoenix area. That's why they have pools in their ballpark. Yeah, you need to a pool. Pools are those. mandatory out there. It's yeah, wild. Gotta, you, to say, otherwise, you're going to die in that 100-degree weather. Yeah. Plus, you've got old men out there, so they need to sit in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's the situation. The Astros are up three games to two versus the Rangers. That game is being played tomorrow. Now, if the Astros win, they'll obviously be in the World Series, uh, which is horrifying because they're, um, they're Dracula. They just don't go away. Uh, but if they win, uh, there is no Game 7 for them on Monday. Then the Phillies game, which is scheduled at 5.08 on Monday, will be moved to 8.08. So, um, I think I speak for most people because I was just drinking coffee at 10 o'clock at night. Um, let's go Rangers tomorrow. Uh, obviously, you want whoever's going to be in the World Series to push their bullpens and their starting rotations to an even playing field with the Phillies. Uh, and Zach Wheeler was huge in, in regards to that, which we'll get into in a minute. But, Renee, I desperately want a 5 o'clock game on Monday. So let's go, Rangers, please. Can you get a W tomorrow for us, please? It means, like, a couple more hours of sleep for me, and I'd really appreciate it. 
Tyler, do you know the pitching matchup tomorrow? If you can pull that up, that well, would be awesome. Well, why are pulling that up? One of the things I always love to root for is just the other series to go as many games and as crazy of games as possible. Beat each other up. Go deep into your bullpen. Have chaotic games. Be stressed out. And come out of your series feeling exhausted. You know, you want to see for whoever comes out of that series, for the Rangers and Astros to just completely beat each other up so uh yeah i'd love to not only from from a time standpoint because it'd be great if the phillies game could be earlier in the day and not that 807 start which is bedtime but on the other side of it definitely don't want it to be a uh easy you know close it out in in six so this is a big game tomorrow it's uvalde versus framber valdez so that should be a really good one uh and barbara carroll just asked who has world series uh home field well if it's the astros that are going to the world series the phillies will have home field advantage meaning you know games one two Mm -hmm. uh six and seven will be in philadelphia if the rangers make it to the world series the rangers who took the season series from the phillies i think it was like the second or third series of the year maybe the second uh the rangers won that series all three teams finished i believe with 90 wins uh so it came down to season series you have it over the astros you don't over the rangers um, I, I flip-flopped on myself. I said I wanted the Astros uh, like a week ago if they made it to the World Series. I think I flip-flopped back to the Rangers. Either one's going to be tough. Yeah. Um, the scary part of the Astros is they just they just don't die ever. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard regardless who you're facing, and so that's where there's no fear or preference. It's just going to be a tough World Series. Uh, Joseph, I, I know you're talking about this tough five o'clock start. Speaking of uh, difficult, listen, a five o'clock start is definitely hard for people who work. We all work. We're working right now, actually. You're sitting at home, and we're still working at 11:42. But what's also tough is when you have an 8:07 start for everybody. That means you're not going to bed. Look at us right now. It's Saturday night. This game actually ended a little bit earlier than yesterday's game, but we're sitting up on a Saturday night still talking about the game. You were still watching the game, which means you're going to bed later. So it actually all sucks, to be honest, work-wise. But that's the beauty of the playoffs. You don't really sleep. You stay up late. And, uh, yeah, it's it definitely makes it tough, whether it's a 5 o'clock start or 8 o'clock start, because it's either the front end or the back end. But it still makes for some long, long days. Um, I know Lisa was also talking about trying to jump on the bandwagon with AJ of getting a sugar daddy. <laughs> I hear there's always Go sugar girls. daddy applications. Do your thing. Do your Go thing. Girl. Whoever else... <laughs> Whoever else needs some uh, insight on where to go to get a nice sugar daddy, <laughs> I may Isn't know there some like places. A sugar daddy app? Oh, there's a lot of sugar daddy things out there. It's mm. it's a whole world that's quite quite scary. What's, what's and the weird. Sh- is it just sugar mamas? If I wanted to go, you know, pursue somebody, if my family like left me. I wanted to go to the desert. I don't know what it's like for. What is that? A sugar mama? No, it's cougars. Cougars? Right? I don't know, mama. I it's don't not know. Sugar mamas. I mean, right? I, I've always heard cougars or sugar daddies. I don't know what it's what, is a what it's called to be a woman that's the one yeah, that's king. Is it sugar mama? Sugar mama definition and meaning? I don't know. But I don't, it's not. Yeah, a wealthy woman who spends. It's the same. Okay. Sugar mama. I guess. Yeah, I have heard you can be a sugar mama. Yeah. I've heard that. But yeah, it's. Uh, Phillies after dark. Look what Phillies <laughs> wins do to us. We oh, go down no, weird rabbit AJ. holes. <laughs> uh, oh no! We AJ. are getting rougher 
Holy. Oh, no. Of course, Eugene Krabs does not need much to get him going because he's always ready to drop in some foolishness on any show of any sport. Holy moly. I see uh, my buddy Eric in the chat. Tyler, can you uh, scroll up just a little bit? Hopefully he's not joining in on this conversation. He said Yavaldi has been uh, tremendous this postseason. There's going to be a game seven. And he just said, uh, scroll down, Tyler. It's Banana Man PSU. Sorry about your Penn State uh, loss today. That was really bad. True story, we match up better with the Rangers anyway, is what he says. Uh, Yeah, Penn State was uh, historically on bad on third downs today. Can't so win a game that way. Uh, Tyler has a note up on our screen here that says, would you like an insane Zach Wheeler stat? Tyler's ready for you with a Tyler, stat. I would love an insane <laughs> Zach Wheeler this stat. Is, this is off the charts. Like, this is one of the wildest things I've seen, right? So There's been a lot of wild stats with this team wow, in general. Wow, wow, So there, there are two pitchers wow. in Major League Baseball history. With more than 60 career postseason innings, at least a strikeout per inning pitched, a sub one whip, and an ERA of under two. Obviously, this is going to lead to you knowing who the one is. I think it's Zach Wheeler. It is Zach Wheeler. Oh, say that one more time. uh, 60 plus career postseason innings, at least a strikeout per, so at least 60 Ks in 60 innings, uh, a sub one whip, and an ERA under two. Hmm. Wow. So Zach Wheeler is one of them. Can you guys guess who the other one is? Cy Young? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a fair guess, uh, but no. I'm going to go um, Nolan Ryan. So it's the guy that Bob I, Gibson? It's the guy I believe to be the greatest pitcher of all time. It's Bob, Bo- Gibson. It's Bob Gibson. Oh, Bob Gibson. wow. Uh, so that's the company that's that Zach Wheeler that's finds that's himself that. in. That's the, like, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of believe in, like, base. Scott was saying Gibson, Scott G. Yeah, I kind of believe in, like, baseball justice. And to me, baseball justice, like, with the company some of these Phillies have joined oh uh, in the history of the game, whether it's Zach, Nola, uh, Zach Wheeler or Aaron Nola. Could be Zach know, Nola at this point. You know, Schwarber's now, you know, the most left-handed home runs in postseason history. Uh, Harper and, and Schwarber are already taking over, like, the team – you know, like Ranger Suarez is up there with like Steve Carlton and other like insane Mariano Rivera type of numbers. Uh, baseball Justice just says this team deserves a freaking freaking ring. Like, there's only so much historical things you can do and not win. Like, it just, I don't know. It just seems to me like there there's so many great things happening this postseason. They really deserve a ring on their finger, as Nick Castellanos would say. If you like it, then sure to put a ring. That's a really hard finger to. It is. That's why I just yeah. my middle finger just came up. It is a. There's a lot of really right. fantastic stats that you're talking about, Banana Man, that have been historic. First, only yeah. one, breaking records, making records, and that makes me nervous though because how many times do we see teams that have these historic seasons and it doesn't end in a championship so I am just hoping the Phillies can maintain this you've got five more victories that you need that's it five more topper uh, because you would hate to see after this type of a season that things do not pan out with a ring oh that is a hard finger to hold up the others one other ones I can do it better with up. my left than my right, right. <sighs> I can't do it with my right I think you I gotta, broke like, this hold, knuckle I, I think you gotta hold the other like my thumb has to hold them down yeah it's the only otherwise way. they all pop up but yeah you know what else can pop up for you Deals and discounts, baby. I was about to go somewhere else, but uh, AJ, sit this one out. At FOCO, I'm talking about. (laughs) And popping up with some 
awesome deal. There it is. I just lost Tyler on that one. Yeah. <laughs> because I... <laughs> Yeah. At FOCO, you could use that code PHLY for mm -hmm. 10% off, and you can buy anything that you want popping up on your shelves, merchandise, collectibles, toys, your overalls, whatever it is. FOCO, go get some great merch, rep your squads, and use that code PHLY for 10% off. And AJ Jones, you are literally taking this chat, <laughs> and you are making it. <laughs> it's going left. Everybody else is just, is just yeah. Oh, boy. We have reached a officially the point of PHLY Phillies podcast after dark yeah brace yourselves mom dad all of our moms you're right family, Nikki. We, sorry. Just, we just need a couple bummers <laughs> to appear and all oh, will be no. well uh Patrick Spears says Hoffman has been an absolute stud and he has, he has um been. I was kind of surprised they went back to him tonight because he threw 25 pitches yesterday which is typically a lot for a bullpen guy. Um, but, you know, it's all hands on deck. It's the all-important game five. Uh, so, you know, great to see that out of Hoffman. Alvarado was warming up. So although he's pitched pretty much in every single game, his pitch count hasn't been incredibly high. But it was huge that Wheeler did what he did tonight because you didn't have to use Ranger Suarez. You certainly didn't have to use Orion or, uh, or Craig Kimbrell. Oh. Hopefully we don't see them Oof. in game six. Uh, I think it's official. I'm, I'm declaring it official that Hoffman and Kimbrell just need to swap roles. Like if you want to throw in Kimbrell in a fifth or sixth inning, uh, you know, type of emergency situation. Okay. I'm fine with that. Um, because then there's the safety net of, you know, possibly nine to 12 more outs where you can make up for that mistake. When he's making his mistakes in the ninth inning, the safety net is gone. So Jeff yeah. Hoffman to whoever's point it was, I think it was Chris. Um, yeah, like just, just swap those two in the bullpen. Uh, I think Alvarado, you use in your highest leverage spot. Hoffman is your second highest leverage Hopefully those innings are between the seventh and ninth innings. I don't want to see Hoffman wasted in a third inning again, uh, but I think he's proven to be your second best arm. Uh, and let me say this about Sir Anthony. Not that I want to go to him in, you know, an eighth or ninth inning high leverage spot. I'm going to duck, I think, maybe from the comment section, but I don't think he's been that bad lately. Sir Anthony's throwing, he's hitting 99, 100 again. Uh, there was, you know, a walk or two. He wasn't hitting his spots, I think, last night or the night before, whatever it was. My brain's kind of a mush here. But I think Sir Anthony's kind of inching his way back a little bit. Uh, but it's going to be real interesting to see how he handles this bullpen. And thank you, Zach Wheeler, for not <coughs> forcing them to use Ranger Suarez tonight because I was thinking there, I was like, oh, man, are they going to bring in Ranger for the save? And then they showed Ranger throwing in the bullpen. Apparently, it was just his side throw. Uh, so it didn't, you know, ever come into real consideration. But uh, whew, thank you, Zach Wheeler. Because not only do you stop the bleeding and step up for your team, but you kind of salvage the bullpen here um, going forward. Yeah, yeah. Tyler getting some hard eyes in the chat. Oh, there you go, Tyler. Ooh, ooh. Listen, as we're talking about the bullpen, the Phillies have absolutely been on 
or involved in a number of historic records broken this postseason, but unfortunately not all of them have been good. And prior to today's game, uh, Rob Thompson did, of course, say he was going to give Craig Kimball a break. I know we're talking about Please, Dominguez, a so break. we'll get to Dominguez in a moment as well, but was going to give Kimball a break uh, through Friday's game, Kimbrell had uh, – that was his first blown save in 11 career t- uh, tries in the postseason. His 466 ERA and 145 whip in 29 career postseason games haven't been great. But he was 6-for-6 six six in save opportunities uh, back in 2018. So we've seen him do it at one point. just hasn't been recent. But if you want to talk about breaking records, not good at all. Craig like Kimbrell records. became the first – Phillies reliever to lose consecutive postseason games. The only other relievers to lose multiple games for the Phillies in a single postseason. Back in 1993, Mitch Williams, and back in 1980, Tug McGraw. So you're making a record that we don't want to see broken. We That 93 record could have stayed in 93, didn't have to get broken yesterday, but Craig Kimbrell absolutely needs a break because when you are constantly being asked about blowing saves, blowing the leads, walk-off hits, you see, and he, he said it himself. He's like, it's not a good feeling. You step out there on the mound. No, it's not a good feeling. Like, you feel like yeah, a big asshole. <laughs> I mean, like, it's like you're the, you got the dunce cap on because you're the guy that blew the game or finished off the game, I should say. So Craig Kimbrell making history for all the wrong reasons with that back-to-back. There go the Flyers, boys. There's the Flyers, the Fly Guys, the Fly Guys. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's give him a break. Dominguez has, has been steady, but Dominguez hasn't been needed much beyond – and no, he's, so that's perfect. I it's, mean, he's kind of got, got a great yeah, opportunity. Yeah, two thirds of an inning. He's back into, you know, and I, I said this to Tyler. I think he's one of those guys, like, um, he's kind of the opposite of Kimbrell in that I think he gets, like, extra juiced up by the ninth inning. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Craig Kimbrell has kind of shown you these playoffs that uh, the Dodgers were right for keeping him off of their playoff roster. Yeah. Um, you know, like he's just kind of not built for the postseason, which is a wild thing uh, because, you know, he's got 400 career saves and he's a Hall of Famer and this and that. But like postseason wise, it's not just the Phillies that have kind of, you know, turned their back on him. And hopefully Rob continues to turn his back on him. Orion, I'm okay with giving another opportunity to, especially at home in a lower leverage spot. But Matt Strom has been really, really good. So I I would say your four most trusted bullpen arms right now are probably Strom, Hoffman, Alvarado, and Sir Anthony. Uh, And then after that, it's, uh, you know, try to just limit your Kimbrel usage. Orion, you don't really want to lose, you don't want to use too much, but you don't want to lose them. And then Soto's kind of like uh, your emergency situation guy. So, you know, sky was falling last night, I think when we were talking about the bullpen, it feels like it's, it's, it's so a little bit like better now. Uh, Sir Anthony looked pretty good tonight. And you know, um, Hoffman is, he needs a wheelbarrow. He does. He does. Well, if you guys are looking to check out any games and see all of the action in person, you can go to the Game Time app and you can use the code PHLY. We're very consistent with our codes, keeping it simple for you. And that code PHLY gets you $20 off at the Game Time app, so you can check out any playoff games, uh, regular season games. You've got 
the Flyers and, and hockey season's underway. They're about five games in now. Of course, when the playoffs for the Phillies, the Union, blah, 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 nearing the playoffs as they clinch a number three spot. The Eagles are rocking and rolling. So plenty of games to watch. And of course, the Sixers getting started too in preseason action. So head over to the Game Time app. Use that code PHLY. Makes it easy to buy your tickets, concerts, games, whatever it is you're looking to go watch in person. And you can get a nice $20 off your first purchase when you are a new customer. But I will say, I'm not fully, fully confident in the bullpen yet um, because I just obviously, oh, my eyes bother me. Sorry, I'm going blind over here. The stakes are getting higher, and it just makes me a little bit nervous that we have had some, some relievers that haven't been the steadiest, especially since when you're watching on the other side with the Astros and the Rangers, They've got some heavy hitters over there. So I am hoping and, and glad that Zach was able to go so so far into the game today with seven innings pitched. Of course, um, gave up six hits, was fantastic throughout the course of his time. Eight strikeouts again. That's been his number, eight strikeouts, ten strikeouts. Uh, it's been great to see Zach Wheeler be able to carry the bullpen so deep into the game. And now you don't have to have, as, you know, as of yesterday was, 14 pitchers between the two teams. Today the Phillies only had to go in, through four different pitchers. So great to kind of reset things because going into Monday to close out, you want to make sure you're back on that routine. A lot, a lot of guys were using the bullpen, obviously, yesterday. So uh, I think today for Zach Wheeler not only getting the win but also to reset the things – was so needed to now have Aaron Nola start Monday and things be back on track for the Phillies bullpen. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was huge. Uh, Zach Wheeler in many ways tonight, just being able to to write that, give the bullpen a break, and now hopefully Nola can do the same. And then hopefully you don't even need to use Ranger and you're heading into a World Series with everybody on the proper rest, the oh, bullpen yes. with a proper amount of rest, and it's all hands on deck. Uh, for a brutal World Series. But uh, let's go Rangers tomorrow. Let's push that series to seven games so they can get fully taxed and worked Please, out. Pull, um, pull. That would be great. Uh, here's a stat, a couple of Kyle Schwarber uh, baseball porn stat for you. Uh, with his home run in NLCS Game 5, Kyle Schwarber has moved past Albert Pujols and George Springer on the all-time postseason home run list. He's tied with Derek Jeter at number t- at 20 home runs. Only players above him. This is wild. Manny Ramirez, Jose Altuve, and Bernie Williams. You almost forget that Bernie Williams was like just a spectacular postseason player. He also had many, many cracks at the postseason. Uh, but Jose Altuve is making his case to be one of the greatest second basemen of all time. And Manny Ramirez might be outside of Barry Bonds, the best hitter I've seen in my lifetime. Like, he's certainly up there. Um, So, Kyle Schwarber, again, just, you know, a lot of guys on this team are putting up historic uh, stats uh, for baseball history, and it's it's unbelievable. I mean, Kyle Schwarber is, he's something, I, I still don't really understand him, but when he connects with the ball, and sends one uh, deep into right field, you know, that team seems to, it's like a shot of adrenaline for them. They really seem to feed off of Kyle Schwarber. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to take your Kyle Schwarber stats and raise them to Bryce Harper because Ooh, a little more Bryce baseball Harper porn. has also hit a number of uh, fantastic stats in today's game. So Bryce Harper today, we saw, stole home, 
Bryce became the first Phillies player to steal home in postseason history. Shout out to Slangs on Sports for that nugget. The Phillies have now four games with multiple stolen bases this postseason, the most in a single postseason in franchise history because the Phillies continue making history, of course. And Bryce Harper's stolen base of home was, as mentioned, this the first. This is a first, wild one. Yeah, first in Phillies postseason history, 22nd in postseason history overall, ninth in the postseason in the divisional era, and the first since Randy Arozarena. I'm sorry if I said that incorrectly. No, you did. They pretty damn good. In 2021, in the ALDS game one, and Bryce became the oldest player at the age of just 31, which is not that old, guys, to steal home since Jackie Robinson. Uh, of course, Jackie Robinson at that time was, was 36, 36 years old. Yeah. So Bryce Harper with some fantastic stats of his own around stealing home. And uh, as we already talked about, Bryson and Kyle both making stat, uh, history with the amount of postseason homers they've had and franchise posting homers that they've had so uh it's it's just great to see all of these firsts and first since this and new record for this but also on the other side uh the a thing that i also enjoyed and alex coffee was sharing this in an article written prior to the game brandon marsh was talking about how all day today He's just been dancing. The energy was there in the weight room. The vibes were up. They were listening to Waka Flocka. I love a good Waka Flocka flame. They were dancing all day, high energy. And that's something that I know we talked about yesterday in the post-game show as well. The, in, the little things, the controllables, such as being high energy as you're going through your pregame routine, goes such a long way. And I felt like today you could see the difference for the Phillies where it just felt like there was more intensity and energy from the beginning, but then also all the way through and no drop-off. That even if there was a bad call, a, you know, an error, a play they didn't like, they still were – you didn't see any dip in how they were – cheering for each other, talking to each other, just keeping each other locked in and focused. So uh, as much as we love the stats, I love even the simple fact that Brandon Marsh was talking pregame about just the energy prior to today's game because it felt like it carried over. And he said he was dancing all day. Didn't mention if he was dancing on his own, Martian, but I doubt he was dancing on his own. It doesn't seem like he's ever dancing on his own, literally. Uh, but yeah, this is, this is what you need from the Phillies. Make history, but also make sure you're doing the little things of getting each other not too high, not too low, staying even keel with that energy and intensity throughout the game. And that is when great things happen for the Phillies. Yeah, and I think they'll have that energy and intensity and focus coming back to Citizens Bank Park. Oh, yeah. Uh, my early gut on game six is it's over. Um, I think kind of Tyler and Renee, I, I don't want to speak for both of you, but I think you both agree. Merrill Kelly, let's uh, – he was pretty solid um, in, his, in his game here in Philadelphia last time, but it didn't matter. Uh, I expect Aaron Nola, and this is crazy from where he was earlier this year <laughs> and his inconsistency throughout, but I, I expect Aaron Nola to go out there and be great on Monday. Uh, and that feels pretty good to say. Somebody in the chat earlier, it was a long, long time ago, uh, but it kind of stuck with me, and you're right. I think he made the comment of, Aaron Nola, please keep outpricing <laughs> yourself from the Phillies because that means you're going out and getting huge postseason wins. Um, every win for Aaron Nola right now is just a ka-ching, ka-ching, because he's probably going to be the, you know, 
you could make the case he's the top pitcher on the market uh, when it comes to MLB offseason. It's going to be him or Blake Snell. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Snell has had a better year, obviously, but Nola's probably had a better career. Um, so it all depends how teams value that. But Aaron Nola can go out tomorrow and send his team to the World Series. And for the longest tenured current Philly on the roster, because Reese isn't here, uh, that's got to be pretty damn cool. So I'll take a look at the DraftKings line uh, and see what they are. But I would imagine they're a one. Oh, you have it up. I was going to say 145, 150 favorite. Uh, but according to Tyler, they are minus 175 right now on huh. DraftKings for game six. So a pretty heavy favorite in game six. Uh, Aaron Nola, I feel great about. And that feels good to say. And I feel great about it for the exact same reason you just said James Adams. Uh, two first names. But this series in my opinion was so dependent on obviously the three games in Arizona because we we know that with how electric Citizens Bank Park is it's tough for anybody to win at Citizens Bank Park. Chase Field is the second for the Diamondbacks they have the highest second highest excuse me their winning percentage let me backtrack their winning percentage this postseason at Chase Field is the second highest across all teams behind of course the Phillies so it's just as equally tough to win at Chase Field for all the reasons we've already listed the, how big the ballpark is the lights the air being so dry in Arizona whatever Stupid you want to humidor. name there's a lot of reasons why it's tough to play at Chase Field but it's even tougher of course to play at Citizens Bank Park so with four games this series if it went to seven, which it won't, being at Citizens Bank Park, it was important for the Phillies to get one. I, of course, predicted they were going to go one and three, one of three in Arizona. That is exactly what happened. And it definitely sets up now to win game six. I don't see this going seven. I agree with you, Jamie. I feel confident in the Phillies to close out on Monday. It's time. End this series. Let's move on and focus on the World Series. Get the rest you need and also be able to just close out in a good way. A seven-game series is just always, always, always so mentally draining just as much as physically because at that point, it's, it's, one, it's a one-game series. Yeah, and Nothing Mickey, else matters. Mickey points out they're 6-0 and at Citizens Bank Park this, this season um, or this postseason, I should say. Ty Walden pouring the celebratory tequila shots. Oh, yeah. Nice. Keep that up. I wish I was with you. Uh, But hopefully I'll be back tomorrow on the uh, tequila train. I'm just giving the body a little night off because uh, I I foresee this going a couple more weeks. And uh, we got to give the liver a break every once in a while. Am I right? I know somebody in the chat was talking about their liver is a mess thanks to the Phillies. That is correct. That is correct. You you know what, guys? Stay hydrated. We've got a a lot more games to play. coffee, iced tea, and water tonight. You're eating well. You're sleeping. You're hydrating. because it's it's a lot on us too because of all the the late games i was talking to tyler about it it's it's you feel a little old but it's tough to be drinking throughout you're drinking before the game you're drinking during the game and then it's a late night and once you add in a game like yesterday you're also there's so much anxiety and nerves i was miserable which last night. i had like a headache I, I felt so bad i felt awful and I didn't even drink that much, but it was because I drank a little. I drank a little, and also the frustration of dropping the second back-to-back game. Bless you, bless you, Kimi, 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 Kimi. No! Oh, it always works. Uh, I dog sat my cousin's dog today. It. My allergies have just been out of control. It always works when you're about to sneeze. You say Kiwi, 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 and it's Kiwi, awesome. Kiwi, Kiwi. Yeah. Mm, Next time you're about to sneeze, do it. I just I stare into the lights, and we have a lot of lights in here that I can go blind with. So that's what. That helps you stop sneezing. No, it helps you sneeze. I like sneezing. I don't want to. <laughs> I, I don't want to hold sneezes in. 
Nobody likes sneezing. I like sneezing. I don't like, you know, when I have like a sneeze attack and I'm sneezing 20 times in like three minutes. Oh, but an occasional sneeze is a, a sneeze is a good feeling when you let one rip. No. no. No? Nobody's with me on that? <laughs> like Tyler? Well, I don't like sneezes. They always come at the worst times. I'll be like driving and I'll be like, achoo! And I'm like, ah! <laughs> no, I like I like a good sneeze. I don't know. I just feel like they're never at it. There's no such thing as a good timing for a sneeze. Uh, and yours is, yours have been long. They've been taking too long. Yeah, you say Kiwi guys. You know, we always love to give you nuggets. Besides just is that giving like you all juice, the Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Basically, it has to be three besides times. Besides all the baseball, yeah, Big Mike talk, gets it. A good sneeze is a beautiful you thing. You say Kiwi a few times, and it stops your sneeze. It's like it, it distracts your but mind. But I don't want to stop my sneezes. I want to let them rip. <laughs> Next time, just say it. You know where else you can happens. let them rip? That's <laughs> DraftKings. Use code PHLY at sign up because things are heating up in the ballpark. And hopefully we're going to have a big series coming up next. Uh, and every team is trying to play to finish the year, hopefully like the Phillies, as the uh, the crown champion of them all. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you won't miss a moment of the baseball action. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets by betting just $5 on baseball. Plus, all customers can take a crack at sweet paydays with DraftKings same game parlays. All you have to do is string together multiple bets. Super easy, guys. Uh, for your chance at a major payout. The more legs you add, the bigger the payout will be. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code PHLY. Tomorrow is Sunday. A lot of, a lot of big NFL games going on as well. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets by betting just $5 on baseball. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code P-H-L-Y. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. 888-789-7777. Yeah, I wasn't going for the timer. You have tonight. to do, No! CCP. No, start again. Start again. I think you should start again. I think you should start again. Right, Tyler? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the playoffs. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Licensee Partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. CDKNG.com slash baseball for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. After a win, yeah, I feel like we don't need to do it. The timer. You know, I just feel like... Yeah, that's like after a win, the Phillies felt like they didn't need to have batting practice before the game, and we saw how that played out. You have to always do what works. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. You stick to your routine, Jamie. You don't mm. switch it up, and it's the playoffs. It's time to lock in. We need to be timing you, and mm. we haven't timed you at all this week. That's probably why the Phillies lost both games. Yes. It's I, actually I, all your fault. Thank you, Ty, for correcting my name. It's okay. Typos happen. But what doesn't, what shouldn't be happening is you not you know stepping up and, and doing what you're supposed to do. Happened tonight. I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't touch my emotional support football once. I told you that was not real. But it, but it was real. I, I had to change. <laughs> I had it in games four and f or three and four. And we saw what happened. So I dropped it in game five. So now I'm back to not needing it. 
Yeah, that was good. It was a huge win, and it was helpful that you dropped your emotional support football because now you reset the mojo of the superstition, and technically now you can go back to carrying it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Before we get out of here, (laughs) I want to be consistent. When I complain about things after a loss, I want to also complain about them after a win. Uh, because I feel like if I do it after both, then at least I'm being consistent. Consistency. Yes. Bam. Now you're getting it. Um, <laughs> umpires suck. Ugh. The consistency in this series of calls, and Trey Turner, if that's a regular season game, probably does get ejected for throwing his bat and turning around and showing up the umpire. But he was 100% right. Uh, the consistency in the umps again tonight was was terrible there's just no way that these guys are two of your eight best umpires left there's just no way there's not uh, dan Isonia the other night had a game graded out at 89.4 percent which is worse than angel hernandez's average uh the guy tonight it's just like you know alec bohm got squeezed on a couple that weren't strikes that were called strikes uh, he just uh, he just affected the game in in a stinky way, and I'm so sick of these guys having a major impact this time of year. That's all. That's my rant. Uh, yeah, I wanted to it do just, it after the Phillies won, since I did it after they lost. Well, because just just be consistent. Through the entire postseason, we've seen so much inconsistency, and it is less obviously of an impact when the Phillies are winning 6-1, 10-0, but you still notice it. I mean, the strike zone's all over the place. JT hated it. Yeah, one call the next is just, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, Trey's ready to start walking to first base, and then all of a sudden it's like, pump the brakes there. You just, it's, it, it always catches you off guard. Always, because it never makes sense. And that's why we are consistent with the things we can control, like timing you, because it's frustrating when you see things that are inconsistent, and that's the umps. They're all over the place. Yeah. They're like a sneeze. Out of control, random, catching you off guard. You never like it, and no matter how much you kiwi and t- try to talk them away, the umps will always get you and have you shaken up a little bit. Yeah, it's umps just are like, like sneezes. There you go, guys. Yeah, just be consistent. I just find it hard to believe these two the past two nights have been two of the top eight guys in the game. There's just no way. Uh, but we will be back on Monday for sure. Tomorrow I will be back uh, because I can't quit this place uh, for Eagles pre and post game. Look, when the Phillies and the Eagles are, you know, the the desire of the nation uh, to be seen in prime time, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a heavy cross to bear, but I'll certainly bear it if it means the Phillies are going deep into the postseason and the Eagles are playing in primetime? Sure. Uh, Eagles-Dolphins tomorrow night. The Kelly Green game, Renee. What do you think? Listen. Do they they pull it out? The Eagles are not dropping too straight. I think losing to the Jets, much like losing to Washington last year, was the the, the wake-up call that was needed. The Eagles are absolutely going to beat the Dolphins tomorrow. It's going to be a great game. I have a feeling it's going to be a high-scoring game. game. The Dolphins have been playing really well. Look, top one of the top teams in the league right now with the Eagles, Dolphins, and 49ers. So two of the best are showing off. 820, I don't even know what the official is. 824, it's always like a funky, weird thing. But a nice night game. I'm excited for it. And I'm excited because the start of the weekend was not great. Yesterday's loss, the Union lost. The Flyers lost, but at least it was a good game in overtime. And the Phillies just reset the tide here in, in Philadelphia. And now it's going to continue Sunday with the Eagles. All right, good. I hope so. I kind of like them a little bit, too. But I, I'm on edge. Yeah. Um, but Miami's a different team away from home. So. And the I, Eagles always play to the level of their opponent. 
Yeah. And yeah, so they they're going to step up and be at a, a play much better tomorrow. I know play calling's been all over, and the O line's been frustrating, and the D line's been frustrating, and Jalen's been frustrating. But tomorrow's a new day. Yeah, and Devontae's playing, and Jalen Carter's playing, and Dallas Goddard's Bingo. playing, and uh, Lane Johnson's playing. So uh, they got some good news in terms of people playing. So it should be a great game tomorrow night. I'll be doing pre and post game with Bo Wolf and Zach Berman from the PHLY Eagles podcast. Uh, but to everybody in the chat tonight, we appreciate you guys more than you know. As Mickey Durkin says, Citizens Bank Park, Woo! start your vroom, engines. Vroom, vroom. Five more, Topper, and one of them is at home and can send this team to back-to-back -to -back World Series appearances. Unfortunately, the Houston Astros might be saying the same thing. Uh, but let's go, Texas Rangers, tomorrow. Let's go, Rangers. Uh, <laughs> but for Renee Washington, Tyler Zuli, everybody here at the PHLY Studios, we love you. We thank you for tuning in. Let's go, Phillies. Five more topper. Everybody get some sleep. We'll see you soon. Go, 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 go,